0: You friends and I'm my coffee around the bend but I'm sure it's crazy kids are looking out in the end. and let my kiss
1: on the lips despite your nose but I guess that's how it goes let's keep falling in love with our strange bedfellows. Hey everybody it's the strange betfellows and I'm uh, and I'm the strange betfellow called Jack and This is me- the intro we haven't it's been really... a
2: while since we've done it.
1: Yeah. But this is the intro? I we haven't really honed in on anything yet. Okay. So here's the
2: story. Yeah. What do we call them? Sexies? Sexy heads? <laughs> no. What do we call them?
1: Bedheads. Bedheads? We don't have a name for them yet? No, we don't. Sex pots. No, It. <laughs> that's kind of good. <laughs> listeners. <laughs> listeners. Dear listeners. Here's what's happened. What about like it's like baby nation, like baby? That's too. I don't want to be sexy at them. Okay, yeah, okay. We don't That's want to call them. Yeah, you know, Sarah charged. doesn't like being called baby, and I and I know that because she's told me, not because I've ever called her that. Yeah, but she's told me specifically that she doesn't like it. I never, I never tested
2: it. What are you? What are your pet names? Well, this is a sexy podcast. What are
1: your? This is something we would discuss on a yeah. sexy
2: podcast like this. What are your pet names for your wife? Darling and sweetheart. So classic.
1: Darling yeah. is my most common. I think both of us call each other darling most frequently.
2: Yeah, dearest, that's cute. Yeah, dearest. Yeah, <laughs> fetch me, a, fetch me some marmalade, dearest. Yeah,
1: my little dumpling. I think I might yeah. say sometimes.
2: I believe I have a case of the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> G- give me a mustard cast.
1: Yeah. What do you you call each other? Like butt or something weird? Like, well, that, I call
2: right? Jamie Bean. Okay. Uh, lately, I've been calling her King Cutie.
1: Okay, that's cute. Yeah, uh,
2: Bean Butt, um, Bean
1: Butt, of course. Yeah,
2: a lot of my pet names for Jamie uh, sort of get a little there. There's a little of bleed. Okay, and they end up being pet names for both Miles and Hercules as well, oftentimes.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you got three. So when you you if you just shout if you're in the bathroom and you're out of toilet paper and you're like Bean Butt, <laughs> Bean Butt, <laughs> like literally could it come. could be anyone
2: yeah. in the house. Yeah, Bean Butt is also a condition. <laughs> It's when Miles is feeling uh, okay. ornery. We call use, that b- yeah. bean
1: butt, bean butt energy. Bean butt energy. Uh, you were explaining beans. to the to the um, sex pots. Sex pots. Is that too? That's too much, isn't it? Is it?
2: Yeah. Um, I think they would probably what's like a, it.
1: Lo- something lovely. Lovelies. What about lovelies? That's kind of well. Sweet. There's a lot
2: of sex in these
1: books. There's so much. These are horny well, yeah. books. We're gonna work this around this book it. we read
2: today. Yeah. Oh! Oh! They had
1: some. Sex. This one really revved my engine. <laughs> but look, say to the, say the the thing. To who? The sex bots? Do you want me to say it? <laughs> say what thing? Uh, what Tanner has been trying to say kind of half-heartedly for the last uh, three minutes and 30 seconds is that while it may seem to you as if only a week has passed, for us, many weeks have passed. We recorded three um, episodes of this show, and then we did a bunch of Sweet Valley High books, and then now we're back with The Strange Bedfellows.
2: So Here's what we needed. We needed our friend Matthew New to do our cover art, which he did, which you've now seen, and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. needed our friend Karis Navarre to do the theme tune, Mhm and which, which you know, she did, her which is times. This lovely.
1: Is mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and we needed Jack and Tanner to get their shit together.
1: Yeah, and that takes way longer than either of these two <laughs> professionals. <laughs> Those two finished their work. <laughs> they just did a great job. Like almost months immediately. Ago. Yeah, yeah. We uh, <laughs> took our sweet time. Uh, but we're here. We're talking about the books. I'm um uh. What do we say? I'm a strange bedfellow named Jack. It sounds awful. Why do we say that? Hello, sex pots. I'm your sexy daddy, okay. Tanner
2: Greenring, and I am here with my strange bedfellow, Jack Shepard. Jack Shepard. That's perfect. And this
1: book. And this book. This week we read a novel. The novel that we read was called A Princess in Theory. By Alyssa Cole. Yes. And it's Reluctant Royals Book 1. I took a little, I had such fun with this that I took a little sneak peek to see what was going to happen in uh, Reluctant Royals Book 2, and it's one of the characters from this one is is doing- Is it her friend? Yeah, it's her friend. Yeah. I think that's the thing about
2: romance, and I think this is something you and I will uncover as we continue to read these, is Mm -hmm. that- they introduce a character in book one who then becomes the hero of book two, and then an int- a character introduced in that book will become the hero of book three or heroine, rather. So, yeah, that's so what much happens.
1: Fun. This was a, a fun fucking romp book. This was, it was such a fun book. I had such a good time with it. Uh, it. was also very sexy. It really revved my engine. Yeah. How do we describe the books in this one? Uh, historically, you've been doing it. Um, Why me? I don't, I don't know you. De- and historically, I think you don't raise a fuss. But I can do it <laughs> if you want. Yeah, let's have you do it this time. Let's have me do it. Um, I think we like to do it in the amount of time it takes for you to uh, pleasure a woman. <laughs>
2: that varies, which
1: varies depending and on
2: my mood and I
1: guess the woman. Initially, I thought this was a way of making fun of you because it's like it's only ninety seconds. But I'm realizing that it's actually that's de- you're a deft you're a deft hand yeah it's not like i'm <laughs> no. premature
2: it's that no. i'm so good at it that yeah. the woman is pleased within 90 yes. seconds
1: She's very pleased yeah yeah um so we're gonna do 90 seconds i'll describe the book and um hang on let me get my name straight um what's her name L- L- uh N'lady. no
2: that is her name but yes N- naladi naladi N- N- naladi well okay to describe, but pronounce it however you please but
1: i don't know how to pronounce the names
2: i did listen to the audiobook and it oh, is okay. the lady
1: okay that's good okay so can you say how the guy's name is pronounced Th- thabiso um Fabiso, yep prince thabiso yes moshushu yes moshushu moshushu of thessalo thessalo
2: you know the the meme from office from the office no. i do not where the guy's dentist's name like no Crentist or something like that I don't know that. Alyssa Cole has invented a South African country
1: mm-hmm.
2: called... The Solo. Sounds an awful lot like L- Lothoso. Okay. Which is an actual South African country.
1: Oh, okay. See, there we go. I didn't know that.
2: It's a tiny little country inside of South Africa. Oh, interesting. Lothoso.
1: Um... Okay, that's interesting. Thank you for the fact there. And um, so what I'm going to do is describe the book. I'd like for you to please put 90 seconds on a big bad clock, and I will say what happens in the book. And I'm just going to give you the kind of the broad. Okay, here's struct. what I just
2: searched for: 90 second timer. And here's Perfect. what it here's what the Google auto suggest suggested to me. What 90 second timer Fortnite? So I'm going to click that.
1: Perfect. I don't know what I'm looking at here. Are you actually timing me for 90 seconds? And five, okay, four, Perfect. three. Okay, so Nelady is um, she's a scientist. She's an epidemiologist. She's she's an intern. She's like getting her graduate degree and she's doing grunt work and it's not great. And everyone treats her like shit. And she's got this mansplainer guy, Brian, which she's for, and he's a real ass. Um, and um, she has a friend who's kind of a lush, and her name is Portia, I think, and. Yep. Um, you know, she's the wild one and the lady's just trying to make it fucking happen. Um, and she's an orphan. What? It turns out she's an orphan. And guess what's happening? She's getting these, uh, um, emails and it's spam. It sounds like spam. Oh, we've all been there. Remember how we all used to get emails from Nigerian prints? Um she's getting that. It's from like an African prince and it's like, "Hey, like you're the chosen one. You're the betrothed. The time has come for you to marry this uh this great prince, the handsome prince." And she's like, "Why is all this spam happening?" And then uh it cuts to the Prince and his secretary are uh, traveling and he 's like why isn 't she responding to my emails and yeah. uh, uh, he is a prince and he 's like the most handsome eligible prince bachelor in the world and they show he shows up and um, He wants to get to know her. He's like, he's never been rejected before. So he's like, wow, I'm going to find out that he's going to a summit in New York. And um, he shows up at her place of work. And there's a little mix up where it's like at the same time, um, there was supposed to be a new employee. And um, he shows up and um, he pretends to be the new employee. And then they have uh, shenanigans and um, they do fall in love. And that's all that's all the time I have today. Thank you.
2: Beep, beep, beep. So much more happened. Jack covered yeah. about the first 10 pages and then
1: glossed over the
2: rest. That's the setup. She thinks it's like. She thinks uh, it's spam.
1: And then so the rest of the book is them like he's pretending to be. Um, he's pretending just to like be this guy, guy, guy called, called Jamal. Jamal. Like
2: he walks into her place. Yeah. So she's she is an intern at the epidemiologist center. She's trained to be a doctor. But in her th- that doesn't pay the bills. So she's uh, like a caterer too. Yeah. And she is at work, and this guy is supposed to start, and his name is Jamal. And the prince, whose name is? Prince Thabiso. Thabiso intercepts Jamal and is like, I'm going to give you 20000 American dollars to fuck off. Yeah. And I'm going to pretend to be the the Jamal. Yeah. So he pretends to be Jamal. She falls in love with him. He uh, sends her her neighbor away to Puerto Rico. Mm Mm-hmm. Also spends $20,000 sending her neighbor away to Puerto Rico so that he can live in her house. Mm-hmm. And then they start to uh, do it. The, um, yeah. Sex. Yeah, we'll get to that. And then he says, actually, you know what? I am an African prince. I come from this country called Thesolo, where I'm the prince. It's like Black Panther. We're the richest African country in the world. It's super advanced. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't tell her for a long time. Doesn't tell her for a long time, but then he does invite her back under this pretense that everyone in his country is dying of an illness, Mm -hmm. and that she, as an epidemiologist, can come and help cure it.
1: What did we learn from this novel? Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. I learned a lot about anatomy. Yeah, a lot about anatomy. Do you want to do a quick anatomy check with me? Yes. Yes. Okay. So this is... Um, do you want to kick it off or do you want me to? I'll well, let you. Okay, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. um, here's a passage from the novel that stood out to me. When she looked up at him, his gaze was on her face in general and specifically homed in on her I mouth. I think it's actually pronounced genitals. Face and genitals. It says here in general. Oh,
2: okay. I don't... I guess I don't understand it in that context.
1: His eyes lifted to hers, and the fluttering and fizzing spread from her chest to a portion of her anatomy that she was fairly certain wasn't part of the respiratory and circulatory systems. She'd have to double-check her anatomy books because the pulse between her legs felt as strong as a heartbeat and as natural as breathing. And so what's going on here? Well, I'll tell you. Yeah. What I think
2: is I once read that dinosaurs, especially yeah. the big ones like brontosauruses had a second brain in their butts <laughs> that would kind of control their back half. Okay, okay. It wasn't so really like a brain. It was like a nerve cluster, yeah. you know, but like kind of close enough to a brain that people are like, it's a brain. Yeah. So I think that's maybe what she's dealing with is her brain down there.
1: Okay, she's got a brain in her butt. See, this is sort of stuff, I, you know, whatever. I didn't go to science school. Yeah, nor did I. And so I'm often getting caught flat-footed by a lot of the descriptions in this this is a pretty science heavy book i'm, I'm kind She's of an a... epidemiologist and like
2: untrained, trained but yeah i do you know i i've i've soaked in i've soaked up a lot of information over the years
1: yeah so a lot of people have brains in their butts and this is just kind of obliquely referring to that and is that the anatomy lesson that's the anatomy lesson okay do you like it your brain is in your butt well some some of
2: us have brains in your butts yeah Especially if you're really tall. Yeah. <laughs> like a brontosaurus. Because okay. you need
1: something to work the back the The, back, the back part of, yeah. Yeah. If you're super tall, and this is, guys, if this gets, if the podcast gets too scientific for you, yeah, ju- uh, just write in, and we'll try to tone it down. Don't write in. But, educate yourselves. Edu- and educate yourself. But if you're super tall, you need, uh, your brain can only work the top half. Yeah. And so you need a brain in your butt. You brain your butt and work the back half. Yeah, and especially
2: when you're fucking.
1: Educate like yourself. The lady was okay. Well, let's try to be a little bit careful about some of our language because um, a lot of people like to listen to this podcast around the dinner table. Do they? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty charged. Yeah, it's pretty charged. Uh, we have a segment for that. Are you getting into it right now? Well, we could. You want to do something a little easier to ramp up to it before we yes, get into? Yes, I it? do. It's okay. called. <gasps> Meme of the week.
0: I like turtles.
2: Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal, she said brightly. She smiled at Trishna and hoped her expression wasn't as murdery as it felt. It is a big deal. Fuck Brian, Trishna said. Then her brows lifted behind her goggles. Trishna is a colleague of hers. Brian's
1: the, the man's plenty, um, Yeah,
2: tech. He's probably jealous of your practicum with Dr. Krellig's disease task force this summer, you know? It sounds so badass, Task Force. Like that meme with the mm. dude in the sunglasses. I'm here to cure diseases and chew bubble gum, and I'm yeah. all out of bubble gum.
1: Okay, yeah. So and are- that's my meme
2: of the week. I, of I'm the week. not. <laughs> yeah, I, miss I would that say I'm one. not super
1: familiar with the meme. It's a guy. Let's try to let's try to retcon it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll try to figure out the meme just from the description. So there's a meme with, with a guy with sunglasses who's like, "Deal with it." But no, I don't it's think not it's that. that. One. This guy's saying what this guy is saying is, "I'm here to chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubble gum." Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: So there, gosh, there was a movie called They Live. I'm familiar with that. Yeah, by John Carpenter with Rowdy, Rowdy, Roddy Roddy Piper. S- he put yeah, and he puts on sunglasses and everyone turns into a zombie and all and the it says says "obey." Yeah, yeah, it's funny. And obey.
1: Yeah, I love that movie.
2: And at some point in the movie, he says, "I'm here to chew." Bubblegum and kick ass and I'm fresh out of bubblegum.
1: Does he say that? And they yeah. live? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: So the the implication being here, th- that he's here to kick ass. So this is a they live reference.
1: I'm here to chew bubblegum.
2: Yeah. And kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Okay. Right? So what he's saying is I'm here to kick ass. So Got it. Yeah. Th- this is a this could be it's a they, a live, they live, reference, live reference. Which is not a meme. It's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't say. In the movie, he doesn't say, I, "I'm here to ch- cure diseases and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of bubble gum." So maybe it's not they live, and it's okay. definitely not a meme. I I, I guess okay. I
1: I've got something that might bring to bear. I don't want to be this. I think I think that um, list I don't want to be precious about memes. No, you shouldn't. This meme belongs. You and I once had a cold, have yeah. we explained this on the podcast before? I don't probably, but we can say it again. We
2: once had a coworker who really loved memes to the point where he was like very defensive about memes. In retrospect, he was right and we were overly
1: and mean. And God to him bless him,
2: it. and he was like he was like a, a genuinely like nice dude and and he deserved more than he got. Yeah, when he was coworkers with us, but yeah. he was so so like defensive and about memes and outspoken about memes. Yeah. That it, it itself became a little bit of a meme.
1: Yeah, and the, and the another meme...
2: coworker of ours compared him to Indiana Jones. Yeah, this meme belongs said, in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> this meme belongs in a museum, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> it. was a very was a I very think about joke. that
1: a lot in retrospect that person was completely right. Memes were not just funny jokes. They were in fact like very how, how you cultural elect artifacts. The president. Yep. Um look, hey, guess what? I'm think I this leads into something. So, shit, scary times. Th- this is serious. Okay. This discussion belongs in a museum. Get your serious face on.
2: Yes. the, the What museum? Well, I mean, it's certainly going to be in the Library of Congress someday.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, that's not a museum,
2: though. Listen Smithsonian? to me. Ooh, Museum of Sex in New York. Sure. <laughs> they'll just play this podcast. There'll be like a little listening booth where they'll play this podcast while you like look at dildos or whatever. I've done. <laughs> that's, that's my dream.
1: <laughs> that's my dream.
2: I used to walk by it. Frequently,
1: yeah. I want my great great grandchildren to be to go into the Museum of Sex in New York and go to the listening booth and listen to this podcast while they look at dildos and be like, That was my great great granddaddy. (laughs) I'm glad this is in a museum. (laughs) Listen, can I say it? Um, so there's some stuff, there's a part of this book that I didn't get that's really interesting. So, so you've uncovered something, which is that, um, Alyssa Cole refers to a meme and but it's she, not a what meme what she really meant was movie. Is she actually means the movie they live which is a fun movie but it, it's like also like a, about a very dystopian concept which is like aliens are here and if you put on glasses you can see their like mind control. Yeah. Then a big part of this book is uh, the heroine what's her name? Um, l- 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 well, her,
2: her full name is lady, but N'lady. she's called Lady every or Letty yeah. throughout the
1: book. She um she spends a lot of time on this website called girlswithglasses.com. Oh, yeah. It's like a geek girl website. Did he go to it? Oh, no. Let's what, go to it. It's just
2: girlswithglasses.com?
1: Girlswithglasses.com. Am I going to be on a list if I go to this? So, but hey, glasses, right? The glasses is what you put on to see through the bullshit. And They oh, Live.
2: You're right. You're right.
1: right? So I think we're on to something. Did you go okay. to girlswithglasses.com? And what I'm does it here say? Now. I'm here It now. says something interesting, doesn't it? It says page okay. <laughs> right? It's, it's a just, completely it's an empty fucking page, white
2: screen. And there's okay. plain text that says page, page okay. okay. That's it. Okay. So here's what I've done. Go to the who is for girlswithglasses.com. I'm going to go to the fucking, I'm going to go view page, uh, view page.
1: Yeah, if you source. source, okay, hack the fucking mainframe of this okay, shit. Okay, here's what we got. Okay. <laughs>
2: Jesus, this is scary.
1: Okay. So there's, it's it's
2: five lines of code. The first is a note, so it's exclamation point, hyphen, hyphen. Yeah. Page okay. So that's not going to show up on the page anywhere. That's just a note to whoever programmed it. Yeah. And then the next one is another note, exclamation point, hyphen, hyphen. Managed by Puppet. What? And then the page HTML starts. HTML, and then it's pre and colons, page okay. So close that's a, pre, a close note HTML. to us
1: manage, that we're managed by puppets. We're managed by puppets, yep. Okay, Here's so that's very interesting. Here's what I did. I went to the Who Is for Mm-hmm. And girlswithglasses.com is owned by someone called iSnap Photography. Okay. So do I sometimes. i snap e y e s n a p. Oh, i snap. i snap. Okay. Have you investigated them? I've investigated them a little bit. And what i snap, they have a Twitter that led me to a website that's i fr. So it's French, which is already pretty frightening. Oh, well, it's also very sexy. I think
2: Yeah, the uh, French it's also very sexy. The French sort of I don't know if they invented sex, but they definitely, like, had a lot to say about it.
1: So that's about as far as I got. Let's go to iSnap.fr. But I think this is, like... Bespoke visual AI.
2: Simplify your daily operations with iSnap. That's pretty dystopic.
1: That's extremely dystopic, right? I feel like we shouldn't even be
2: on here. Case studies. Augmented product. King
1: Joët. It's like a French fucking... A.I. Corp. Mm-hmm. And so they bought... So fucking Alyssa Cole is telling us... Let's just put this all together.
2: Oh, they're not even French, Jack. They're Swiss. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, wait. They're French and Swiss. They have an okay. office in Lyon. And they have a fr- an office in Geneva. That must be nice. That does sound nice, actually.
1: Alyssa Cole is telling us we got to put on the glasses to see the see behind the fucking facade. And then she's pointed us to this website called girlswithglasses.com, which is where – I literally cannot remember the name of the heroine of this novel. The lady. Letty. Lady. Letty. Letty. L E D I, Letty. Where Letty goes to get her fashion advice, and it turns out to be owned by the mysterious sister of her best friend. Yes. Twin sister. what we know is that girlswithglasses.com is a blank site that directs you to – this Swiss, oh, and it's run by a puppet.
2: Oh, AI corporation, and they're not—they're a puppet. They're a puppet. There, it's managed by a puppet. It said in the source. Yeah. So, iSnap is just where they where they want us to go.
1: Okay. Well, so this you know? is interesting. God, this is sexy. This is oh, that's this sexy. Is sexy.
2: This is getting me horny. <sighs> this is getting me charged up. So we're fucking on to something. Listen to this. I, contact at isnap.ch. What's the ch suffix? Ch? Church? Czechoslovakia? I don't or, think so, It's man. not called Czechoslovakia anymore, right?
1: No, and it's never been spelled with an h.
2: <laughs> oh, it's uh, Switzerland. That makes sense. Why is Switzerland ch? In Helvetii, a, a Celtic tribe who battled Julius Caesar gave their name to the Swiss territory.
1: Okay. So this goes back to the Knights Templar. This is some Dan Brown shit.
2: Confoederatio okay. Helvetica, I hate, I hate meaning the me Swiss that. Confederation. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't. The Swiss in Latin called themselves Confoederatio okay. Helvetica. Wow. And that means the Swiss Confederation. God, we're learning so much today. Thank you, Alyssa Cole. Thank you,
1: Alyssa, Cano- uh, Alyssa Cole. Cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alyssa Cole. I appreciate that. We should talk a little bit more about the book. Um, but this is scary stuff. We're gonna have to check back this in is on. Scary. It. This is scares a shit. Uh, we'll I have mean. to see if some and of these I other scared, books. Jack, when I get scared, you get, I get horny. horny. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that about you. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do another quick segment, or do you want to take a break? Sure, you got one? Yeah, I've got one. Let's hear it. Okay, this is another and I hope hopefully this will bring us back to the text here. I'll just read the I mean we've been talking about the text. This
2: is all text. This is all in the text.
1: Yeah, this is all in the text. I'm going to read this passage. Ready? Mhm. Dan had left her to set up and wait on a party of 40 people alone. So this is like when she's doing her like wait She's percent. constantly just getting fucked over by these Yeah, these guys. These are not great. She had hours of studying ahead of her when she got home. Or she'd fail her bench exams, and her first year of grad school would be an expensive bust. Her thesis was floundering, and her advisor was MIA, and her awesome summer practicum was uncertain. And she just knew that the mathematicians were going to ask her to reheat their fish again. Mm -hmm. That sounds sexy, but it's not. Okay. But what this made me— I was starting to get a little horny there. (laughs) What this made me think, uh, talking about her thesis— And it made me think that Alyssa Cole wants us to do a segment, definitely, called "Let's Read from My Thesis."
2: Your thesis.
1: And did you bring your thesis or because I
2: whoever I went to film school, my my thesis was a film.
1: Okay, well, I've got my thesis right here. Okay, let me read it. Do you want me to read it? Uh, so Angle it
2: so I can read it again. It's okay. embossed. It's gold text. Yeah. Um, Heritans Caloro, a sample translation of a first century Greek novel by Jack awesome. Shepard.
1: Okay, well, so I'll just read. I'll just start reading, and then you can kind of react to it. Yeah. Um, let's see. Can I read? So the first part is in Latin. Okay. But it's important. Shall I read the okay. Latin, or do you want me to just read the translation? Just Latin. I think that. <laughs> okay. Nec just qui the a- Latin.
2: I I I know it obviously, and if our our readers don't, they need to. Uh, nec, if the sexpots don't, they need to educate themselves. Nec
1: qui abaco numeros et secto in pulure metas skit risise wafer. Multum gaudere paratus si cinico barbam petulans non area uelat. His mane edictum post prandia caleroen do. Okay. <laughs> Who said that? Perseus.
2: And then. <laughs> of course, Perseus, my horn dog.
1: I'll just read. I'll just start reading. The earliest recorded appraisal of. And you just react when you have. When, you know, something jumps out at you. Yeah. The earliest recorded appraisal of Cataton's Caleroa does not at first glance seem particularly flattering. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that it's off. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that its author considered Kalaroa Worthy of mention If only as a postprandial browse for an imbecile <laughs> Is evidence that the novel had a wide readership more importantly, the fact that its author was the satirist Perseus, whom we know to have lived from 34 to 62 AD, means that Caraton's story must have been written at least 38 years before the beginning of the second century, making it the earliest extant novel that we possess in any coherent form. And there's a footnote here. Do you want me to read the footnote or just kind of keep plowing ahead? Uh, Yeah, hit me with the footnote, just, okay. just in case. Let's see what the footnote says. Um... I like this segment. Uh, the footnote. the so-called. Oh, I hate n- it. By the way, I hate it. The so-called Ninus Romans, of which we have only fragments, is thought to date as far back as the first century BC. Oh, so that really did add some some interesting information. Perseus was writing in response to what he considered to be a scarcity of decent highbrow literature in the middle of the first century. There's another footnote. Do you want me to hit that up? Or- yep. The second footnote here. You got to go all the way to the back, huh? You don't put them at the foot of the page. That's why they're called footnotes, Jack. It's actually an endnote, I guess. A common theme of the time, CF, for instance, Longinus's Perihipsos, I wonder, and so no doubt do many others, why it is that in our age there are minds which are strikingly persuasive and practical, shrewd, versatile, and well-endowed with the ability to write agreeably, but no sublime or really great minds except perhaps here and there. There is a universal dearth of literature. Okay. And Cataton's romance, concerned it as is concerned as it is with pirate ships, court cases, and ordinary people, must have seemed a particularly suitable target for his Saiva indignatio. Do you want me to keep soldier uh, on, or do you have what are you doing? Was Perseus a, a god in Greek mythology? Um yes, but this is Perseus with an I, not with an uh, E. Ah, uh, okay. P-E-R-S-I-U-S. Okay. Should I keep going, or because it just feels like Alyssa has I was definitely in, I stopped listening. Okay. Do you want me to go you back slayed, and read it again? You slayed me
2: with the the jokes <laughs> at the top, at the top, and then like I couldn't stop thinking about those, and I sort of lost track of what you're saying, and then I like didn't want to interrupt you, so I didn't.
1: Okay. Because there's interrupt. a lot more of this. There's like there's like 20 pages of this before I do the start doing the translation of the novel. Oh,
2: okay. Um, my thesis is a short animation that I hand painted okay. and hand drew about a bee that fucks a flower. Okay, that sounds sexier than mine. Mine's have, pretty sexy. They have Mine's little this, uh a bee flower. Babies. My
1: th- my novel, and maybe this is why Alyssa wanted me to read this. But the novel that I did my thesis on is a romance. Is a romance in many ways. It's an early romance. Shall I tell you the? That- I'll t- no, Perseus is the f- the co- first earliest commentator on it. Do you- I oh, literally right. just read that to you. Yeah, it's ca- it's a uh, Cataton's book. Oh, Cataton, that guy was whew, horny. J- shall I just tell you briefly what happens in yes, it? Yes, please. Yeah, uh, it's a- it's a romance, so it's relevant. This guy Kyraeus, um falls in love with this girl Calaroa. Mm-hmm. Um and then he th- uh, uh, one of his rivals um, persuades him that she's cheating on him. Okay. So he, uh, he does um, then um, attack her, and then uh, she's in a coma. Okay. Why does and, he attack her? Because uh, he's convinced that she's. And you on. like this? No, I didn't this like it. This is a book you like? Well, you wrote your thesis about it. I didn't like it. Maybe I mean, you I, said it was a romance, so you think it's sexy? Perseus didn't like it. And okay. um, then he goes um, and uh, gets on a ship. And goes and um, has many adventures. And um, she wakes up from the coma and goes and finds him. And uh, not not to spoil it, but she tells him that uh, she wasn't cheating on him. And then they're reconciled. Kyraeus. He gets on a ship. He gets on a ship. He goes on lots of adventures. And she goes after him. Odysseus? Kyraeus! Who's Kyraeus? We're talking about Odysseus. No, Odysseus is not in this. Oh. Anyway. It just seemed What's like... The, what did uh, James Joyce call him? Not James Joyce. Ulysses. Forget it. Just, just No. You're, it feels like you're deliberately running resistance. But I like this new segment we have that's called Let's Read From My Thesis. I liked it too, actually. <laughs> okay. I thought it was very fun. Um, let's do it. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. Okay. Gotta pee. Bye. Tanner, we have a hit segment on this show um, that uh, we, I think, developed last week. Um, mm-hmm. Though, as, as we've explained much more times past for us than for the, are we really calling them the sex spots? Probably not. Um, it, uh, it's a we're writing a romance novel. Here's a thing. Here's a situation. Here's a situation.
2: All these people. These- here's my worry about sex pot. Okay. okay. Great. If and Perfect. when we do eventually make merch. Yeah. Who wants to wear a shirt that says, I'm a sex pot? I guess a lot of people, really I would. Because just
1: in case people can't immediately tell. (laughs) (laughs) Or if people are like, like, I think he is, but I'm not sure. They'll be like, oh, no, it says on the t-shirt. Right. Here's a deal. Here's a situation. These romance writers are making fucking bank, hand over fist. They're making billions of dollars off of this stuff. And we're doing the same work. We're reading yeah. all the stuff which harder. is in some Maybe ways hard harder work. and we're doing hey, we have to do it in a week and they probably took a year. Yeah. And we least. make nothing.
2: Right. Well, and we make a little bit we have advertisers. Yeah, but
1: not a lot. Not billions. Not as
2: much as these not as, much, not as, as these, much
1: as these fat cats.
2: Yeah. Capitalist pigs.
1: But so what if we take the knowledge that we are gaining every week as we get stronger? And stronger and more knowledgeable in the world of romance. Okay. And we take what we've learned and we put it into our own romance novel. And oh, right. uh we take something from right. each book, we take something yes. from each book and we put it in, and so it becomes this like ultimate it's, conglomeration of all the best parts of everything. It's the, the horniest book in the world, and it's, it's on us to make
2: it world. cohesive. And luckily we're both um yeah.
1: I don't know, professionals. And last week we began the story. The segment, of course, is called Love in the Time of Horses. the name of our novel, and I'm going to familiarize you, Tanner, with uh, what we've figured out so far. Um, we, we kind of pulled some stuff from the Rogue, what's it called? The Rogue Not Taken? The Rogue Not Taken, yeah. Um, to, to develop kind of this IP that is entirely ours, and then we'll add to it. Here's what we know. It's the time of horses. Horses are everywhere. Okay. And they're mean, I think. A lot of times, yeah. And no, in this book. Oh, they're in our book.
2: Oh, in our book, yes. Uh, but uh, they're mean as
1: hell. You know who doesn't care about
2: that? Protagonist
1: Baron Swalwood.
2: Oh, and that's the love interest, or is he the protagonist? Uh, he's a, the this love is a interest. Male-driven? Oh, no, no,
1: okay. it's driven by. Um, we're gonna get to her. It's kind of a Regency vibe. So, Baron Swellwood, we don't know his first name yet. I think we think it's Ralph. But we don't know, and it's important. um, In this world, uh, if you know someone's true name, uh, you do have command over them. You have command over them, right? He's a rogue, and he has something in his past, and the thing in his past is that he has an aversion to horses. Hey,
2: he's got something in his pants.
1: Yeah, no, I think he's made that joke. Fat hog. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't got that far yet. Yeah. so uh, he has an aversion to horses. He's deathly afraid of them, um, and we, we don't know why yet. Because they're mean as hell. <laughs> they're so mean. Well, and so th- now we come to our protagonist, and it, her name is uh, Patricia Pud. Yeah, that's her nickname. Pud Greatclift. Yeah. Um, and she is she's the run of her uh, family. Uh, and she has a lot of sisters. She's the youngest daughter. And she's on the run from horse law. Yeah. Because uh, she crossed the horses. And uh, in this world, you're not allowed to ride the horses. But she rode one because no, of no, no. passion. Right. And that's what we know.
2: <sighs> so let's pull so something sort from this of the, What's book. that, the prologue?
1: No, I mean that's that's like that's the beginning. We're building we're, yeah, a world. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not writing this chapter by chapter. We no, are we're building a world. Yeah. So what we know about this book is I think princes and fairy tales is something that um, Alyssa Cole does well, really well. Is she weaves fairy tale concepts into her novel and uh, kind of subverts them. Yeah. Right where it's like, oh, the prince, the handsome prince, like. The problem is that he's a prince, right? Like, normally you kiss the frog and make him a prince. But in this novel, you, it, he's, like, already a prince, but that's a problem. Like, a that's, what's, that's what the it. impediment is. I got a culture yeah. mall. So, like, I think something with fairy tales. So maybe we need a prince. Maybe we need someone. Something is maybe, not what maybe, they maybe
2: seem. Can I introduce another concept? Yeah, please. So in this book, they talk about a fantasy series. Yeah. Lacotzi is a woman who is uh, Prince Thabiso's assistant.
1: Lacotzi, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Lacotzi is her is is Prince Thabiso's assistant. She's yeah. the one who's been sending out all the like emails the, that, the f- could that seem be like interpreted spam. as like spam. It's such a
1: good concept, guys! You got to read this book. It's so fun. <laughs> it's a really it's a really good
2: book. Yeah. Um. But they, uh, Prince, Lico- uh, Prince um, Thabiso and and Licozzi are childhood friends. Right. And at some point. They're talking about their their upbringing. Mm-hmm. Why, Lakotzi, don't you wish to solve the mystery of the missing matrimonial match? To discover why her parents abandoned their lives, friends, and family? Why they fled from their duties and her birthright? Well, yes, some of the stiffness went out of Lakotzi's shoulders. And do you think if I tell her who I am, she'll just reveal that secret? especially in light of her response to your email campaign? Lakotzi paused, pursed her lips. Perhaps not. Then it is settled. If I can get close to her through this job and find out her secrets, it will be an undercover adventure, like in the Suncatcher novels of our youth. Oh, yeah. So I feel like there's this kind of rich mythology introduced in this book about the Suncatcher novels. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe there's sort of a a magic system. Okay. And maybe that's what Alyssa Cole wants us to explore for... Love in the Time of Horses. Love in the Time of Horses. I, What's the magic system?
1: Okay, I think that's important. We do want to keep this romantic. Well, so we can't go too far into the world of fantasy. But yes, let's have a fucking magic system, obviously. I think it needs a we magic gotta system. we got to have a magic system. And well, I think that's
2: what Alyssa Cole's inviting us to is explore. Is it horse magic? Mm, hmm
1: Suncatcher. light man he's afraid of horses he's afraid of horses she's her his name is uh baron small uh baron swallwood swallwood it wouldn't be smallwood no it's not smallwood that's his um maybe that's the the nemesis (laughs) i think the nemesis probably calls him smallwood yeah right yeah okay yeah that's right okay And then the magic system is that they, um, if they, uh, certain people are light sensitive.
2: Well, we've already introduced a little bit of the magic system. Oh, it's vampires. Oh. There's
1: vampires. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: And that can be sexy. Here's what we know. Okay. If you know someone's name, you can take command of them. Right. And that is a vampiric art. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. That's something that vampires have access to: is mm-hmm. the ability to command others, okay,
1: if they know their names.
2: Yeah, is Prince Baron, Baron. Mm-hmm. Swolewood a vampire? Probably.
1: Okay, and that's the that's why he's afraid of horses because horses. That's the horses, horses. It's horses v vampires in this world. Yes. Okay, this is good. I think we're here. So that's what's in his past. Okay, so good. So Patricia, so Pud. Mm-hmm. Uh, loves the horses too much right? right so much that she rode on one which is against horse law
2: yeah you're not allowed to ride on them
1: right and th- but then on the other side we've got her it's polar a... opposite which is this
2: this universe yeah this narrative universe is like Daybreakers you remember Daybreakers yeah, sure of course everybody does where everyone is, is the society has sort of been taken over by vampires
1: yeah and yeah. It's a, but he um he hates horses well everyone does Because he's a vampire. Anti-vampire. Yes, and the horses are anti-vampire. Okay, I think this is going to get pretty sexy. We need to figure out briefly, we have to move on to our next segment, but I just want, I think we've like really cracked this world. How do they meet? Under false pretenses, Uh, right? Pud and and Swalwood. Pud Pud can't know that the Baron is what he says he is. Uh, Let's take something from this book. He's trying to find his queen. They meet in a... Nightclub. Okay. That doesn't happen in this book at all. You're right. In this book, he's trying to find his... Oh, oh, oh,
2: She's an epidemiologist. Pud is an epidemiologist. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Trying (laughs) to cure vampirism. (sighs) Yes! With horse blood. Got
1: it. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Okay, guys. Wow. And And stay tuned next week for our next installment of Love in the Time of Horses.
2: The 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 narrative universe of this book has just gotten so much. It's so richer, it's so expanded. Wow! And the, the the rival you started to talk about. Obviously, we don't have to dive into him, yeah, uh, or her. I don't know, mm-hmm. or they. I don't know if it's someone who's maybe non-binary. We don't know. But is that person a vampire too? Wait, uh, you know what? Wait, wait to find you out. You want sexpots? Yeah,
1: wait to find out. Wait and see. I'm sorry, we we. It's a temporary name. I promise. It's. it's we'll work on it. Um, we've got time for one more segment. Uh, it's, um, a lot of people like, we've got time to, for two more segments. Two more the next one is yeah. called.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: That's where we say the burns. Um, uh, let's hear your burn.
2: Okay. Exactly. He said, he exclaimed. Exactly, he said. He exhaled. Let me try this again. One more time. Keep all this in. This is, this is the process. This is their artistic process. Exactly, he said. He exhaled. I would say exhaled. Exactly, he said. He exhaled loudly and stroked. His palm over his beard. Okay. (laughs) Look, we have the ceremony with the priestesses in an hour or so. You've made it perfectly clear that you don't want to be around me, and rightfully so. But we do have a charade to keep up. Bones. (laughs) Page flip. Bones? Her head tilted. You said before, at your lab, Thabisa was cut off by the thing he least expected at that moment. Naledi's laughter. Just like that, her expression went from pinched to soft and open. She threw her head back as she laughed, and his cock jumped at the memory of her tight (laughs) around him as she executed a similar motion. Goddess, she was beautiful all the time, but even more so when she was too preoccupied to push him away. You've never seen Star Trek, have you? She asked. So my burn is on
1: Prince Thabiso, who has never seen Star Trek,
2: can only get a boner when he thinks
1: of <laughs> <laughs> Bones McCoy. <I laughs> she's um, she's DeForest she's, Kelly, she, the great DeForest Kelly. Yeah, lady has
2: somehow conditioned him. Yeah. To only get hard when he's thinking of <laughs> Dr. McCoy I, from so Star So there's like right? a running joke in this novel. And that's no- a burn on him. There's
1: a running joke in this novel where she says that. She's like, all right, Bones. And th- this is the culmination of it, like the final yep. uh, the final form of the joke. Literally until that reference, I thought they were talking about uh, the show Bones. Bones. <laughs> For the the angel, what's his name? It, angel, it's Angel, and I'm realizing I was like, I remember when I first saw and it, Zoe Chanel. Maybe a bird sister. on me, possibly is a bird on me, because I was like, oh, this is a reference to Bones, where yeah. she's like, all right, Bones, and is his yeah. name Bones in the show? His name is Bones in the show. Yeah. Okay, so it really could be, or maybe either. the woman is named Bones. I don't know. I've never seen it.
2: Yeah. Do they use knows? numbers to solve crimes, or is that another show? In Bones. Yeah.
0: I don't
1: know. Or man. they use bones to solve crimes? Look, I gotta give you my burn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thibodeau caught her gaze and held it. This was the moment on which the rest of his week rested, and perhaps more. I called you a Saint Bernard. He'd called her a Saint Bernard, and I ch- didn't think get lost it. in the mountains at, 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 of, no, of. This is early Fisolo. on. This is early on when they like, um, they've just met at the restaurant, and he gets frustrated because he's used to being a king, and he's pretending to be a waiter. And he calls her a St. Bernard, I think. Anyway, he's apologizing. I called you a St. Bernard as if it was something bad, but they're a breed known for their intelligence, loyalty, and keeping their wits about them in touchy situations. I should be so lucky to have anyone think me so useful. the ladies stared at him, those large eyes wide with indignation, but something else too, something startled but pleased. He imagined she'd look that way when the man she loved pulled her close against him with no warning. Expectation—that was what it was—and she wasn't the only one feeling it. There was no coldness; she was warm as ever when her mouth pulled into a smile. But that distance left him feeling miles away instead of across the hall. Was that supposed to be an apology? She asked. Because if it was, I'm assuming you've never spoken to a human woman in your life.
2: <laughs> That's not true. Any his best friend and assistant. Yeah, is a human. Is woman. a
1: human woman. So yeah. burns on the lady. You shouldn't call someone a Saint Bernard, and if you do. And this is a lesson for all of us. You shouldn't double down on it.
2: Yeah, don't double down.
1: They're loyal. Yeah, never double down. Just
2: never double down on
1: anything. Yeah. What I'd love is for us to do our hit segment uh, where we... So a lot of people listen to this podcast at the dinner table with their families, and um, they want to know what happened, and they want to know everything that happened. But some of the stuff is too much porking. These books can be a little PG pork teen. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're gonna
2: help you. Let's, so you, let's run that back. Porkteen doesn't s- sit great with me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, pork teen. What about PG Thirteen? <laughs> That's good. How about Porkteen Thirteen?
1: No, that used to. Pork be. Pork G Thirteen. Okay, fine. Yeah, these novels can be. That's that a technical a lot of sense. term. These novels can be a pretty Pork G Thirteen. Um, but uh, you know what? If you want to, you're, you're serving, you're ladling the soup into your family's soup bowls, as we all do yep. in the evenings, and you've got the yep. podcast on as everyone's li- gathered around you your hunk of the, bread, the radio, listening to the podcast, and we want to keep it pretty pork g, pork g, thirsty, And so, I'm gonna read an important passage. This is the oh, first Oh, no, we time. just
2: want to keep it pork g. We
1: want to keep this pork G, not pork G. Pork G, G, G is thirsty and <laughs> is a little spicy. Right. We want to yeah. keep it pork G. And it's our segment we call it Two Prude Dudes. Uh, and so I'm going to say a sex scene and we're going to sanitize it.
2: Yeah. Let's okay. clean it up a little bit. So I pick,
1: I pick one out. This is the first time that they get together. Uh, I'll just read it. And if you find anything that seems untoward,
2: the sex scenes in this book are very sexy.
1: Horny. Yeah, they're very, it really revved my engine. Um, so I'm gonna read it, and then if you find anything that seems out to ward, we'll fix it. Yes. We'll fix it on the fly. Yes. Ready? God, I love this book. This book is so funny. It's so fun. You got to read it. I really enjoyed it. It's really funny. Um, so this is when she's uh, they first get together. So Jamal um gets a like he does kind of some stalkery shit. He's his name is not Jamal, but he takes on the name of Jamal who is Right. Um,
2: he's he's referred to as Jamal for like the first half yeah. of this book. Okay.
1: So here we go. Just it's Prince the Pizza. Th- be on your guard, Tanner. Remember that people are gathered around their radio and they're listening to this at the family dinner yes. table. So yep. if, if anything I say strikes you as something that we need to fix, jump on it. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. She squirmed in his lap. Fine. Yuck. You think like a worm? <laughs> it doesn't say like a worm. No, let's add that. Okay. She squirmed in his lap like a worm. You want me to add that now? Just yeah. Cause... I just
2: I worry that that okay. could veer into sexy, and I don't okay. want it to. Gotcha. I want to. Yeah. Head it off the path. Gotcha.
1: She squirmed in his lap like a worm, scooting herself right gross up. Worm. A... Okay. Like a gross worm. She squirmed in his lap like a gross worm, scooting herself right up against the erection that tented his pants.
2: Uh uh, 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 <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Right up scooting against. scooting herself up against mm-hmm.
1: the The Armor suit of armor.
2: Full size kite shield.
1: Okay. Kite shield? What's that?
2: Ritualistic kite shield.
1: Okay. You know what a kite shield is? No.
2: It's like a uh, big shield. Okay, so it is. So like we had the same idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: it's night It's knight's shield. Yep. Yeah. Yep.
2: Full size knight shield. Ritualistic knight shield that he's. Yep. Um, You're wearing to obligated himself. to carry. Yeah. At all times. Anytime he leaves
1: Profesola. If he was searching for the right frequency, she had found his antenna. Okay. It seems like a non sequitur, but it's fine. The length of it pressed up against her through his jeans. That's the shield. That's the shield? Through his jeans? Let's change jeans to Armor. Yes.
2: Let's get more specific. Chainmail. What do you how do you pronounce this word? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a word. Okay. Perfect. I'm curious to hear how you pronounce this. Cause I've read it in fantasy novels and fantasy games mm-hmm. my entire life.
1: How do I pronounce this word?
2: But I don't actually know how it's pronounced. Okay. Cuirass. You pronounce it cuirass. Yeah, cuirass. C u i r a s s. How would you pronounce it? I've always pronounced it cuirass. Cuirass actually sounds pretty good.
1: Let's call it cuirass.
2: So I guess it's cuirass. Cuirass, which is Looks sort of a like a
1: torso armor. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So it covers your
2: chest, your genitals, and like the top of your thighs.
1: So the length of she found his antenna. The length of it pressed up against her through his wait, 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 queer ass.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Let me okay. go. Okay. Sorry. Here we go. Pronunciation guide.
1: Mm-hmm. Queer ass. Queer ass. I was right. Yeah. Okay. Queer perfect. Right. So if he was searching for the right frequency, she'd found his antenna. The length of it pressed up against her through his queer ass. Queer ass. Yeah. Twitching and hardening in response to her soft cries, as he teased her to the point of insanity with his hands. Anything trouble you there? <laughs> it, oh, can it, I tell you a story? Yeah, <laughs> I'll allow it. to this
2: related yeah. to this passage. Yeah, I listen to these books on tape <laughs> because it's conducive to my lifestyle. Yeah, and I listen to this one on tape An mm-hmm. Audible. They're not a sponsor, but I did listen on Audible. Yeah. And because I listen to it on Audible, I oftentimes forget to take notes. Yeah. You can take notes on Audible, but, you know, oftentimes I'm driving or playing a video game or something. Yeah. A Pokemon game. hmm Listen to experience Pokemon Pocket. <clears throat> and we'll forget to take notes. So when I went to go search for my burn this evening, mm-hmm. I was on my iPad in the playroom with my wife and son. And I was like, oh, I have to go find a burn. I know I found a burn in this one. I just have to go back and find it. So I searched the text for the word teased. (laughs) And when you search a romance novel (laughs) for the word teased, you get a lot of... Very sexy stuff. Let me just quickly, Jack, give you yeah. a taste of when I searched this text for the word teased. Okay. He pulled until her fabric was taut over her aching breasts. The friction was of it was both restricting and teasing until finally the soft cups of her brow were revealed. Mm-hmm. Her soft cries as he teased her to the point of insanity with his hand. That's the one we are just
1: talking about. We're working on this. His place...
2: His hand slid up her back, holding her in place. Now, as he teased her tongue with his lips and beard,
1: mm-hmm. the beard uh, is doing so a lot
2: about of teasing in this book. Teasing a slit
1: here. Okay. All right, that's uh, enough.
2: So teasing is not something. If you if you are uh, sex spots, if you are looking Can't for a burn in this book for like your book club or whatever, yeah. I advise you not to search the word tease because it has a different definition in romance books it seems so let's
1: fix this for them yes twitching and hardening in response to her soft cries as he the teased cu- her the curious ones yeah Jesus, she's like she's a like
2: an alchemist
1: but he's teasing her to the point of insanity with his hands
2: well he's like a witch he's a, a warlock
1: he's a warlock yeah
2: okay so that's actually fine if you if you think of them as a an alchemist and, and like a warlock. warlock
1: okay so let's just start from the beginning yes as you know, she's an alchemist. He's a warlock. She squirmed Fine. in his lap, scooting herself right up against. Sorry, she squirmed in his lap. Yeah. Oh, sorry. She. Like a gross worm. <laughs> she squirmed in his lap like a gross worm, scooting herself right up against the kite shield that tented his pants. That. Curious. He... queerest Tented his. queerest. If he was searching for the right frequency, she'd found his antenna, the length of it pressed up through her jeans, twitching and hardening in response to her soft cries. let so we just say loud cries. Because she's an alchemy. Anguished cries. Yeah. The softness of the cries sounds too sexy. The anguished cries as he teased her to the point of insanity with his hands, Because as, as warlocks role. do. Yes. Great. Her arms were still against her sides, but she could move her ass, and we'll just say... Um, uh, Tush. Tushy. And she did, gliding it over the length of his cuirass. Uh, kite shield. Kite shield. Um, Jamal hissed, as warlocks do, and rocked up against her, but both of his hands were busy with her. I don't want to say breasts on this podcast, so what is she? What were we saying she is? She's an alchemist. Yeah. Test tubes. That Beakers. even feels pretty sexy,
2: honestly. Beakers. Truly. I'm worried that that could be. There's sort of nothing sexy as about as beakers. A, a euphemism.
1: Yeah, beakers <laughs> is fine. Yeah, both of his hands. Oh wait, was...
2: there's got to be a kind of an old-timey term for because uh, he's
1: trying to get he's trying to get get her like alchemy like and materials before they um, mortar and pestle is great. What do alchemists use? Beakers. Oh, uh, uh, alembics. Okay, perfect. Jamal Hisson walked up against her. Both of his hands were busy with her alembic. So he's trying to get rid of his, her like alchemy stuff. So she can't. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: it's a it's a abomination.
1: His no, it's cause it's, she's gonna attack him with. It. They're fighting. Oh, she's it's an alchemist him alchemist V war. Oh, it's like a magic battle. It's Mortal God. Kombat. This should be in Love and the Time of Horses. Yeah, we'll save this. His fingertips trace the cheap material, edging her bra. Um, you want more alchemy terms? Yeah. Q Kerbits. Okay making her feel as if she was decked out in lace and silk instead. He hooked an index finger in each cup, and that uh, beaker, let's just say beaker. beaker, in each beaker, pulling them down and exposing her, and then the sentence ends there, but I'm going to say exposing heresy. her heresy. Yes. Perfect. So lovely, he said, hefting the weight of each alembic in his hands. Yeah. Then he bent down. He lapped at one alembic. I guess he's drinking it, the potion. Well, that's no good. And then the other. The strokes of his tongue alternating between punishment and adoration. That's too sexy, even if you're just drinking from a beaker. Right. Alternating between... Uh, sipping and tasting. S- pretty, still pretty S-sipping sexy. Sipping
2: and, and gulping. Mm-hmm. Although I guess gulping feels kind of charged too, right?
1: Yeah, the strokes of his tongue alternating between sipping and gulping. That sipping and fun. gulping, her potion. Right? Yeah. And that's it? He licked and sucked. Well, that's uh, fine. He's drinking the that's potion.
2: fine, I guess. Yeah.
1: And when she thought she couldn't stand it anymore, because she's
2: pissed
1: now, right. he's drinking he's, her potion. He's, he's fucking up
2: her experiment.
1: He brushed the roughed hairs of his beard over her sensitive... It's Alembics again.
2: It says Alembics in the mm-hmm. text? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, fuck. Jesus. We can't have that, right?
2: I don't know. I I don't think J.K. Rowling included the word oh fuck anywhere in the Harry Potter books, but.
1: Let's just say fiddlesticks. (laughs)
2: Fiddlesticks is perfect.
1: Oh, fiddlesticks. Her voice was strained, caught between a scream and a whisper. She's pissed.
2: She's pissed.
1: As sensation threatened to overwhelm her, and it's her anger. Uh, Lady pressed her chest up towards his torturous beard. Let's, we can't have that. What she got? What does an alchemist have to defend herself? She thrust her magics. Yeah, with a K. Yeah, she thrust her magics forward towards this torturous beard. That's fine. That's fine. Then away, then back up as if her body couldn't decide what was worse. The excess of pleasure. I don't think this is fun for her.
2: Yeah, I would say the excess of...
1: Battle. Frustration. Yeah. Or the lack of it. His hand slid up behind her back. His Fine. Fine. Holding her in place now is he teased her with tongue and lips and beard. That we can have that. Well no, that's fine. I think what he's doing is a spell. Oh, uh, okay. Is he teased her right. with tongue and lips and beard? Because all those things would be involved in like As they cast uh, a spell. Right. His hard length breast against the seam of her jeans. And that yeah, absolutely the kite shield again. It's the kite shield and it's against the seam against of her the, tunic. The seam of well, no, that's still pretty bad. I think. Maybe no, I just, think he's sh- he's like he's you know battling her back. It's his Kai shield pressed against the seam of her tunic as he worked his hips. Oh, fiddlestick, She says again. Yeah. Pleasure threaded. Th- she swears a lot. Yeah, she's swearing a lot. This is really long. Yeah. Do you wanna? Um, should we skip?
2: I mean, it's like end? it's like a
1: Marvel movie where
2: it's like yeah. CGI robot battles. Yeah. It's like okay, fine, this is whatever. fun. Like, I like this
1: battle. Yeah,
2: but let's skip skip to the end of the battle.
1: Okay, uh, we'll skip right to the end. Um, he teased her like that for too long, murmuring as he slipped his tease is wrong. Yeah, sorry. Battled. Excuse me. Battled. Battled her like that for much too long, murmuring as he slipped his fingertips firmly over the hood of. Her alchemy of her tunic. Thank you. (sighs) Until she had no idea what he was saying, could only focus on the... Because it's so archaic. ...pleasure on the um, uh, frustration, distress. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. His hand was giving her... Finally, finally, he worked one thick finger inside of her tunic. let just say tunic. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, 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 the, it's, the, it, he worked one thick finger inside of her um, the um, what do you call it? Alembics? Alembic. Yeah. To try to get in her like, little potion. there.
1: He slicked his fingers in and out. That seems fine. Slowly then quickly. Alternating speeds. He worked some kind of magic from the inside. That's fine. Caressing, yep. her, in a, caressing her alembic in a way mm-hmm. that had her riding his hand unabashedly. F- Fighting uh, f- his hand. Biting. Biting, biting. Yeah, his hand unabashedly. Because she's pissed.
2: She's pissed. The damp fabric of her. (sighs) Damp fabric of her. Let's not say
1: a damp. I mean, the tunic's probably pretty damp now because they've been spilling these potions all over. And the blood. Yeah, and the blood. The da- just, just say the damp fabric of her. Blood-soaked
2: fabric her, of her, her tunic.
1: The blood-soaked fabric. Yeah, perfect. The blood-soaked fabric of her tunic was one friction and the drive of his fingers another. That's fine. They combined mm. to completely undo her. That's fine. Her breath came in uh, gasps. She's being undone? Yeah, That's a
2: undone. powerful That's spell. That's a powerful
1: spell. Her breath came in gasps because she's pissed. Yeah. And she wanted to beg him for release, but she was unable to make more than desperate high-pitched noises as he drove her toward death. Annihilation. I'm going to say annihilation. Um, oh, yes, Jamal, she cried out, and his brow creased, and that's the end of it.
2: That's, wow. Yeah, a
1: really Oops. interesting one.
2: Turns out to be a pretty yeah. pitched yeah. magic battle. Yeah, oh, that man. was
1: really cool. In
2: How come versus a warlock? Very yeah. cool
1: stuff really enjoyed That's that cool hope the family enjoyed it I hope your hope dinner is nice yeah. I That's hope some Harry Potter stuff so yeah. you
2: can share that with the
1: kids um and now we must I think we gotta go yeah let's head out huh time to go I'd like to thank you Tanner very much for bearing with me You're hey, welcome I would like to thank our the lovely um sex pots we're not saying we'll that but figure, we'll figure it, it out. out yep for bearing with us ah, here's what's
2: gonna happen sex yeah. pots is yeah. we're gonna tr- we're gonna we're going to try to figure out a new nickname. We're going to fail.
1: We're going to keep calling you Sex Pots. Yeah.
2: Get used to it.
1: Yeah. Um, I would like to tell everyone that um, they must subscribe to our Patreon. We're currently knee-deep in the Sweet Valley Twins books. And they're fun. And they're fun. And we're having a great time in there. Uh, it's Patreon. Dot com slash BSCC podcast. You can also, if you want to just kick us a few bucks to support the show, keep us going, you can do that over at bit.ly slash rattlesnakejake. We've got a support yeah. page and uh, we are very grateful to the people who have um, who have already done yeah. that. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing that. Um, you can and must join our Facebook group. It's called Baby Nation. It's on Facebook and everybody in there is so nice and so good. Yeah. Please go there and join the group. Everyone's so nice there. Um and uh, buy our merch bit.ly slash bscc merch and please for the love of God rate and review our show on Apple. Podcasts Oh, do and now now that the show is kind of back and we've
2: yeah. we've found our groove again, it is actually like incredibly important that you do that. Yeah. So you must go and great tell review. everyone how great Strange Badfellows is.
1: Yeah, and tell your tell a friend. All that remains is for me to say that this week we did read a novel. That novel was called "A Princess in Theory" by Alyssa Cole. We loved it. uh Get it, buy it, read it. It's fucking great. It's tons of fun. Next week we're we're going to be reading a book called "Unmasked by the Marquess" by Cat Sebastian. Cat <laughs> mm-hmm. Sebastian, as Jack said earlier, sounds like the name
2: someone would. Give a cat named Sebastian when there was a human named Sebastian in the <laughs> Already well. in the family.
1: I was yeah. like, what Sebastian are you talking about?
2: Oh, Cat Sebastian. Oh,
1: it's Cat Sebastian. Yeah. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Unmasked by the Marquess. you've got a week to read it. And do not complain, because we're going to read it in a fucking week, too. So, And we also have jobs. Yeah, we have jobs, and we're going to read this next week. Yeah, so, so just read it. Um. All that remains now is for me to say that this week I have been Jack Alexander Shepard uh Tanner I don't believe we have an outro
2: uh we'll work on it yeah just goodbye. like the nickname for all of you yep yeah, goodbye
0: we might be joking friends. And-
1: Okay, Sarah says, sure, no problem.
2: Well, are you ready to reveal this on the podcast? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Please, tell so the sexpots what Tanner your wife- Tanner texted
1: my wife before, just before we started recording. Sarah, Jack just swore that if the new baby is born on January 24th, my birthday, you guys would name it Tanner. And she yes. has responded, sure, comma, no prob. So, so that's maybe set she in stone. knows something that I don't know. <laughs>
2: And then I guess the big news there that you're sort of, uh, you're you're burying the lead there is that uh, you and Sarah are having another kid.
1: Yeah, so I've been told.
2: That's fun. Another little baby. Mm. Do you guys know if it's a girl or a boy yet? Yeah, it's a boy. Yes, look at this army of boys. <laughs> I know, I know.
1: <laughs> We're going to be unstoppable. <laughs> and we've got fucking Jenkins too. Yeah,
2: Jenkins, yeah. Woo!
1: Yeah, and Sarah has
2: uh, Princess and Joan.
1: Yeah, it's me, Jenkins, Cyril, and little Tanner, and baby Tanner, versus (laughs) Sarah, Princess, and Joan. That's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath. That's not not even a fair fight. Be very...